warning. DC on CW contains adult language and discussions. If you're easily offended, do not continue to listen. Warlock, an expert of the occult and the master of exorcism. You people become a team. Hey, cuz. It's good to see you. This looks like a job for the both of us. Absolutely. Heroes. The legends. You have What is up, guys? Welcome. You're listening to DC on CW, the Arrow edition on Rain Man Digital. If you're listening from your desktop, Download that Rainman Digital app that's available on the iTunes App Store and the Google Play Store. Simply search Rainman Digital. You can also find us on demand through iTunes and Stitcher by searching DC on CW. Once you get to the iTunes and Stitcher, leave us a review. It helps the show out a lot. As always, I am your show host, Ryan Din, and in the studio with me is Bobby Doherty. Hello, hello. And it's just us today because we are on Thanksgiving holiday. Um, and we came in early to get a show out for you guys. Yes, we wanted to make sure you guys had something to listen to other than football tomorrow or whenever this show comes out because I'm so terrible I don't even know when my own shows come out. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but we we came in early. We wanted to get the show recorded, especially Arrow. I think I can clearly say, um, yeah, this is this was really good. Um, They're consistent. Very consistent. So today we will be breaking down and discussing Arrow Season 7, Episode episode 6, Due Process. I don't even have a synopsis for this because I don't want to ruin anything about what we're about to talk about. It is it is by far... Dude, these episodes are fucking good, dude. Yeah. I can't... Like, I look, guys, I know that when we like something, we might give it a little extra blow. Okay? I get it. Okay? We, 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 we will blow a good episode. But so far, we're six episodes in of Season 7, and I swear to God... I have a season one or two vibe. Easily, yeah. Easily. And I that I, hasn't been a week episode yet. No. And I and typically when we get this far in, right, we start running into the, you know, villain of the week kind of episodes, the throwawayers that don't have anything to do with the main story arc. Well, I'll be damned. The arrow writers were like, fuck that shit. We're gonna keep just hitting you with main story arc. And dude, they are fucking firing on all cylinders. This is a a V eight and every cylinder is hitting compression, dude. This is I I don't have any more analogies. Have <laughs> any more car references? I can make, make a couple more, maybe. But I just I I don't have any more analogies to how good this season has been. Um, every time I come in here, dude, I, I'm excited to talk about Arrow. I'm very very that's excited. Good. Yeah, good that's a good us. thing. Yeah, good for you guys. Yeah, you guys don't have to hear the hate train. Nobody wants to hear that, right? Nope. Uh, anyways, so uh, after my blowjob festival right there, uh, let's go ahead and jump into some news uh, for this week. We got a couple things here. Uh, one of which uh, was Arrow finally gives an iconic DC villain his official name. Now, obviously, we're talking about uh, David Nickel. I think is that's how you say his name, Nickel. It looks like uh, who's played Anatoly Konetsev, uh since uh, season two of Arrow, but he has never been referred to by his name, DC Comics villain, the KG Beast. Um, why do I want to say KGB beast? Uh, KG beast because of the way it's yeah they the way, write it. Um, but that was until the latest episode of Arrow titled "Due Process." In this episode, Felicity convinces Kinetsev to help out the good guys by getting some information regarding the location of Diaz uh, or the dragon. Uh, when Kinetsev first attempted to meet up with his former associate to get the information, he wasn't allowed into the building, and then it changed, and he dropped the name KG Beast. Now, this is huge, guys. Like. Uh, but let's let's talk about David. I don't think that we're ever going to see David Nickel in the KG Beast costume. No, but it's always good but when they 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 go to the references and they bring it up. Right now, if you guys, he's are, just way too fucking old. Well, right, he's way too old. But if you guys have never seen a picture of KG Beast, um, the actual like comic book costume, it's pretty fucking rad, dude. It's like a mix of Deadpool, Deadshot, and. 
Deathstroke, maybe, I guess. They all, it kind of looks the same, but dude, he looks cool. He's, his left arm is a damn cannon. I mean, it's pretty fucking sweet looking. And I obviously, it would be neat to see that, but I doubt they'll ever do that. No, especially uh, in this day and age of the realistic superhero. Right, hero. right. Um, but just a really cool, cool kind of um, look in costume. I think it would translate, look pretty neat on screen. But again, it, it, you're right. It's It's the kind of like... Hey, you know this name, or you've heard this name, or you've looked it up. You know, let's use yeah the actual name, especially if this is really his last episode. Right, exactly. Um, you know, that this would be a neat kind of okay, cool. They acknowledge the fact that that's who this character is, right? And and who's to say? Who's to say, dude? Maybe down the road we get a flashback, and maybe we get the costume. Who knows? By using the KG Beast name, now you actually have some type of you know i would love to see what anatoly did back in the day right for the kgb yeah be neat i, I mean we like that character i don't think any of us on the sh- on the shows or anyone on dc on cw hasn't liked anatoly um we liked him when it was the bratva and oliver even last season when he was bad there were certain parts where we we're like oh man i see why he's doing this you know or when he flipped it made sense um so again, this is a neat kind of name drop and they do such a great job on these shows of naming a lot. Remember when we first, I first started watching these shows, Bob, and we were going to do this show and you text me, you said, Hey dude, when you're watching the show, if you hear a name, Google it. Yeah. They've been always pretty right on with real characters and yeah, they find out their backgrounds and stuff like that a lot easier. Exactly. And I think it adds to the depth of the Arrowverse when they do this. Um, and it doesn't matter what show it is. Arrow, Flash. Uh, Legends, uh, Supergirl, when they use a name and you look it up and you go, oh shit, that's a character from the comic books. Neat. Now, obviously, like I said, guys, we're not, I don't think we'll ever see him in the suit, but it is a very neat kind of name drop and it actually sticks to the character of Anatoly Kinetsev. So, like I said, I think it's more of an, like, thank you for coming. Yeah. This is who he really was. If you didn't know, now you know. Yeah. If you don't know, now you know. <laughs> I think that's a song lyric. Okay, uh, so the next one isn't really news. This is actually something that I had posted in our in our group chat for DC on CW. Now, this is a speculation. I doubt this is even remotely going to happen. But guys, I, I had a, a pretty neat idea here. So recently on uh, the fucking social media world, we saw for Halloween Jensen Ackles dressed up as the Red Hood. Um, he dressed up as now, if you guys aren't familiar, Jensen is on the show supernatural. Um, and, but he played Jason Todd or the red hood in the under the red hood animated series. Uh, he was the voice for the character. Now it made the rounds, a picture of him dressed as Jason Todd in the actual red hood costume. Now, the reason that that's so interesting to me is supernatural films in Vancouver. Where do the arrow and flash shows shoot in Vancouver? Now, recently, Jensen was on set for the Elseworlds crossover. Now, the other neat thing is that costume that Jensen wore for Halloween was recently on a episode of Supernatural in the background. It was on a mannequin. Now, the suit is in Vancouver. Jensen was in Vancouver. Elseworlds was being filmed in Vancouver. Uh, he was on set. So, exo facto... <laughs> What if Jensen Ackles <laughs> shows up on? I just like it in Vancouver. It just it's it it's very it's there's a lot of coincidences, dude. I think the the for me the fan that loves the whole Jason Todd and Red Hood story arcs and that character, if he showed up as the Red Hood on the show, would be amazing. Now, do I really think that's going to happen? Probably not. I also heard rumors that he could show up as Batman. Again, doubt it. Yeah, but we've we've heard that a bajillion times, right? So they're just fucking around with people now. Yeah, I think I think with this one though, the the Red Hood could could be a, a solid theory. I just thought about it too, and I looked at that costume. It looks really well done, and it looks like something that a production would have made. If why make that? So my thought process is why make that. For a background shot of a supernatural episode and him to wear for Halloween. I really, it's hard for me to believe that. 
Now, do I again? You're the guy with a screen accurate costume. I, I look, dude. Just let me have this one, okay? You know what else is in Vancouver? What? Tim Hortons. <laughs> I'm just naming stuff in Vancouver. Did now. you just look up shit in Vancouver? No, I just know oh. Tim. I don't even know if there's a Tim Hortons. I just, I just know that's a shop or a, a <laughs> coffee thing or something. Dick. I think that. I think it'd be a neat, it's a neat theory. And do I think it'd be cool? Absolutely. And of course they joke around about it so much between Stephen Amell and them about. And and them about doing a crossover or whatever. I just think it would be neat for him to, to play that role. Cause I think he's always liked the fact that he was Red Hood and Jason Todd. Um, It would also make sense too, with what they're doing with the whole Batman has been missing for three or four years in Elseworlds. Why wouldn't you have another person besides Batwoman? Right? Yeah. If Batwoman again, it goes back to that. We know there's a family. We know there's a family. So why wouldn't Jason Todd exist, mm-hmm. or at least mention him, or he shows up, or whatever? Like again, it's a dumbass theory. I get it, but but it makes you excited. So yeah, exactly. Makes me excited for the crossover and uh, you know what we're getting with it. Uh, with that, guys, that's going to do it for news. We're going to take a real short break. When we come back, we're going to talk about Arrow season seven, episode six, due process. But first. A quick break. Aw, people say he's just a pretty face. DC on CW. We'll be right back. This is Star Wars from the Bucket Tank Exclusive. All I'm saying is that someday we may be ready for a rated R Star Wars. But right now, putting the Star Wars name on things where people are already confused with Rogue One, and now you're throwing a radar rating, it's just, it's too much confusion. It's not about disnifying, it's about making sure the mainstream audience and general audiences understand what's going on. Can yeah. you imagine that, dude? You, you go to see Star Wars and it has a rated R uh, rating on it, you're like, what? Yeah. What, 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 what is this? And on top of that, it's kind of like, but for those people, those fans that want a rated R movie, you guys do realize that Star Wars was made for a younger audience. Yeah, you know what? Go, if you want something more adult, just go look up keywords on Google here. Star Wars parody porn. There you go. That's mature content right there for you. <laughs> there's, there's lots of shooting in people's faces and uh, all kinds of things. <laughs> that part when he's going to look for it and you're in the middle of the stream and he takes a shovel and he's moving two top rocks with it and he's then he's kicking rocks and there it is. Yeah, you're telling me you buried this box years ago, Where right? It could flood. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, what the fuck is this? That's what I was talking about when it comes to the the logic. Right. There was, there's like even things that were just illogical thrown in this movie. I'm like, come on. I understand B. Because B movies, there's been some atrocious B movies. But the B movies is some of the cliches, some of the stereotypes, some of the over the top action of violence, some of the bad acting, the sleaziness. But there's illogical decisions being made from a directing and writing standpoint. It has nothing to do with the actual movie per se. It's like, come on, you're telling me you couldn't have had a couple PAs say, hey guys, you know what, today you're going to dig a, a deep hole about six feet deep. Please start digging and then we're going to bury this box in there. How right. hard would that have been? <laughs> listen up, cowboys and cowgirls. You can now listen to Weird West Radio every Sunday. Only on Rain Man Digital. When I'm not plotting to kill Barry Allen, I'm listening to Ryan Denton on Rain Man Digital's DC on CW. Yeah. Since Stephen Amell. Yeah. I mean, I just like, it's been a while since like that photo. And I was like, oh yeah, that was, well, I also got to take a photo of John Barrowman and he like 
butt touch. And because his photo, weird. his photo shoots are the best. Like because he's such a, a butt touch. Because of butt touches. Uh, like okay, well, no, make like sure I don't make sure I sign up no, next time. Does he, he does, do front touches? He, I think he might. You just have to ask him. He's because like, he comes you out and he's like anything goes. Touch. He anything comes out to the goes. crowd. He's like anything goes except for like mouth to mouth. So I can go ask the mouth. You can. Basically, you could ask. <laughs> wow. I think you I'm gonna ask. dock with them. <laughs> Request that for a photo op, Bobby. I'll pay you top dollar. Get ready, John Barrowman. Check out the new DC fan show, DC on CW, covering topics from the Arrow, the Flash, and the new upcoming television show, Legends of Tomorrow. Head over to RainmanDigitalMedia.com to get more details. You're listening to Rain Man Digital's DC on CW. All right, guys, we are back. Uh, let's talk about season seven, episode six, due process. This one was directed by Kristen Wendell, written by Sarah Tarkoff and Tanya Kong. This is a, this is a all ladies uh, trio here. Mm-hmm. Nice. Um, I can't go to Angelica for the synopsis, so I'm going to do one. I'm going to pretend to be her. Or we just skip it and go another show. Because she's gonna, not here. No, was you're gonna fine. Do, I was going to do No, don't, don't do her. But it was going to be funny. No, I've already vetoed it. Wow. Which so is funnier than whatever you were going to say. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> Dick. Uh, all right. So anyways, I'm going to... A guy got fucking shot down there. Um, let's talk about... Again... We talked about this last week and the week before that. The, the whole jail shit that we have going on, I don't want it to end. No. I, I, I don't. Like, I, don't want, I don't want Oliver in jail to end, and that's sad that I'm saying that. I was bummed out when he might actually get out. <laughs> like, I think. You're like, no. No, stay in jail. I just, you know, him and, like, him and Laurel, that whole scene with them sitting in there and, and talking on the phone. He fucking just does not want her help, dude. He he was kind of angry about it. Like, don't, I don't need your help, or I don't, I don't want your help. I, at, at, the weird thing about it is, at no point has Felicity like said like, "Hey, Laurel's like we're really turned around, helping out a lot." Right. None of that. No. No, I just. But, I, but but he's been he hasn't seen any of it firsthand. Yeah, but you got to trust the people that are working on the outside for you, I guess. I mean, it just seemed like a l- lack of communication there for me. Yeah, I, I yeah, you're right. I just feel like a lot of times it'd be it'd be no different, dude, than like I have I don't see you for six months, okay? And I tell you something about someone you don't like, and I'm like, yeah, dude, this person's different now. Like I've been hanging out with him a lot. You're not gonna like you would believe me, but at the same time, in the back of your head, like, eh, you know, I don't give a fuck. Yeah, right, exactly. And I think that's kind of the whole thought process with Oliver and Laurel. He doesn't know what she's been doing. He doesn't know that she's actually, you know, been helping and legitimately being the DA. Mm-hmm. And I and I, and I guess it it makes sense. You know, he's in fucking jail, dude. How's he gonna know? Other than seeing her on the random TV spot, which even still doesn't show anything about her. Um, he didn't, d- didn't see her in the courtroom like Dinah did. Yeah. Which I, by I, the way, dude, that scene was dope. Strong ass scenes right there. And <laughs> it was so weird about, I was like, Oh shit. Like her statements and everything, the way it was acted well written. And just like the way she looked at Dinah and was just like, well, I don't need you in my courtrooms anymore. I was like, Holy shit. Well, I, I guess after a while, I almost feel bad for you know, Black Siren, because it's just everybody telling her what she's supposed to be doing. Right. And, I, and, and she's trying. She's, re- I would say this, dude. Uh, K- uh, Katie Cassidy has really matured with this character. She got the short end of the stick with what they were originally supposed to do with Laurel Lance. Mm-hmm. And she's accepted it and she's come back and she's legitimately playing a, a, different version of the original character that she was supposed to play. And I think she's really run with it and she's become very good with this character. Um, that whole scene with her and Dinah was very serious acted. Like yeah. it, it just, it was, it was done so well. Um, and she's believable now where when we first saw her, it was kind of like, okay, right. 
but this just seems i don't know that she's got a seriousness about her that's way different than the original laurel and i actually like it it's it, she t- doesn't take shit if that makes sense yeah and, and i think also too the other thing that's that's believable about black siren is that she is black siren so for her to be tough and kick ass it makes sense remember with original laurel she like took some boxing classes and all of a sudden was black canary and yeah. we we were like uh eh, I don't this know. This one about has that. an edge to her. This one has an edge to her. And I, I believe some of the shit that comes out of her mouth. Like she's kind of scary in certain points, which adds to the legacy of that character. And mm-hmm. her courtroom scenes with the way she acted them and the seriousness was, dude, that was A plus. Yeah, definitely. Um, let's talk about let's talk about the little shitheads, the little weasel Stanley. Okay. I I originally you know, I got the vibe from this character that he was just the weak pussy in jail that needed some person to protect him. I think him. I never trusted him. You never, you never. No, I, th- I thought there was always something more. Something off about it. Yeah. You know. Like this dude's probably eating people. He, like why would, this, we never find out why he's in there, right? They never said anything why he was in there. But if he's that bad of a villain, like wouldn't he be on level two? Like I just, it, so for me, I just, I had that vibe of like, Okay, this guy's just a puss. He probably did, you know, I don't know. He carjacked or something, right? And that's why he's in slab side. I, but, dude, that little motherfucker's a weasel, dude. They they did this whole arc last episode with Bronze Tiger, or the, not last, but the episode before last, I think was it? Yeah, episode before last mm-hmm. um, with Bronze Tiger and and you know his whole speech about, you know, I everyone has choices to be good and bad. And you know that I forget the direct line that he yeah. said, but he, they, they, they made it out to like, yo, I just did this stuff. Like, doesn't mean I'm a bad person. Yeah, You forget. I've also saved people. Yeah. And for this little Stanley weasel to set up bronze tiger, that was, uh, dude, that was kind of hard to watch. He is so fucking creepy. Just with the whole, he who he calls. He, I don't think he's called Oliver once. He's like the Green Arrow would. Like he, I expect this guy to have like a full Green Arrow tattoo on his back. Well, well, when he got taken away, he called him Oliver. Oh, okay, right when he was like Oliver, help me. Like, but yes, he has like he has been super creepy. Like the Green Arrow would do it. <laughs> I knew the Green Arrows would investigate. And I bet the Green Arrow has a big dick. Like he just has that weird like creepy like guy that would go 52 weeks on your instagram and like like a picture like that's he has that vibe right it's creepy dude yeah it's uh there's something more to it and unfortunately i think whatever is going on with laurel and trying to get him out of jail he's gonna fuck it up he's somehow he's gonna fuck it up i mean i can see that too i I just don't know like obviously oliver knows that he set up bronze tiger now yeah like so do you think oliver lets that slide i don't think so dude i don't know i don't think he lets that slide bro Uh, the way that oliver's been playing the kind of you know (laughs) i just have this weird thing of like you're in jail anyways (laughs) i mean yes yes (laughs) okay it's not like you're busting parole uh and got set up you're in maximum security prison you're right you're right What's but, what's one more? Uh, <laughs> I just feel like I don't think he I don't think he lets this slide, dude. I, I legitimately don't think he lets this slide. And, and I kind of want this. I, I, they should have just shanked this dude. Now I just want him to be shanked. Yeah. Like what a little weasel. Like that's the only way I can describe him, dude. Is weasel? He is definitely a weasel. He's a weasel, dude. <laughs> like the only thing, that, dude. He was a weasel in the what, what movie was he? He was in like Freddy Krueger, dude. He was in a Freddy Krueger movie, that guy, that actor. And I thought he was a weasel in that too. This guy just plays weasels, bro. Like he's got a weasel fucking vibe to him. And that's his, he's, he's weasel casted. I I don't know, man. I hope, I hope Oliver doesn't let this slide. I I just, especially with the, with the redemption kind of thing they try to do with bronze tiger. Yeah. And it kind of made you feel for the guy. And then to do that to him, that's fucked up. That's fucked up. All right, we talked about Anatoly uh, in the news, um, and he played a very large part in this episode. Um, they used Anatoly to find Diaz, which, again, we saw at the end of last episode, uh, Diaz basically just ripped through the entire Bratva. Yeah. Uh, like, 
he ripped them a new asshole, dude. And and, just try to blow up the whole team at once. Yeah, like, dude, bro, I, I'm gonna say this, okay? I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna say this, and I'm gonna retract a statement from last season, okay? I'm gonna re- I'm gonna go back and I had said that I I wasn't really feeling Diaz as a bad guy, okay? I had said that they 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 didn't add anything to him, and he became he rose to power too quickly, dude. <laughs> After these last couple episodes with the dragon, mm-hmm. he has become a very formidable opponent. Yeah. And very more cerebral, more cerebral. Um, you know, now he has the Mirakuru cause there's no other thing to call it. It's Mirakuru. Um, and a flamethrower. I, I, he's become a viable bad guy. Yeah. When setting up the whole team arrow to get blown up by that bomb, dude, that was, and not only that dude blown up by the bomb and the silencer, you can't, like the whole belt and like yeah. that was just that's so smart to do that because let me ask you this dude in every movie you've ever seen okay they're looking for a bomb and they walk by a thing that's beeping yeah boop boop, boop. oh there's a fucking bomb in well there. that and you can't hear anatoly being like exactly so to 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 sack just to, made to, him a muppet that, that you do make him a muppet or a canadian dude on <laughs> south park <laughs> uh <laughs> Uh, they got Tim Hortons in Vancouver. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the Red Hood costumes there too. Um, <laughs> it was just it was smart to booby trap the belt and have the belt on booby trap booby twa- booty twaps. That's what I said booby twaps. <laughs> um, I just think it's funny, dude. Like he's I I originally didn't wasn't into it. I didn't think that he was a viable bad guy. And boy, have they pro- proven me wrong. I, I you know. They have gone a complete 180 with the character. He's become a viable bad guy, someone who physically is scary, mentally is scary. Um, so now I fuck the writers. If you're listening, I know you're not, but I take back what I said last season. Fuck you guys are on on the ball. Um, I mean, he 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 even made the whole team bicker. Like the whole all well, of did teammates- you expect everybody to be there? I did not expect all of them to be together. <laughs> when PD and Argus all busted, you're just like. Uh, I'm like, what the fuck's going on? Yeah, they all just show up, and it again that adds to Diaz's. He he had them all separately show up to the same fucking place. Yeah, and then at the end, you know, obviously they get out of the. They had 36 seconds. I think they ran a little. Like they they could have got out of there faster. I think, but um, they had the 36 seconds before that bad boy blew up. They all get out, and the team is just going to town on each other, dude. I. I is that the first time we've seen them all together? No. Well, well, with with Black Siren, I guess. Uh, oh yeah, we're not thing. wanting them. That was a big thing too. Yeah, not that, trusting her again. And that's is that going to be a theme? I don't think forward? so. They've been pretty good about isolating these incidents, and I think after her in the courtroom, her with Dinah, Dinah the possibly freeing of Oliver. You know, they're going to have to turn around. Um, but just the, the the bickering back and forth and then Curtis throwing in the, the comic relief about like, is this about a birthday? No one. No one remember my birthday. Um, your party's next week. Act surprised. Dude, that line just about <laughs> made Did, me die laughing. Because <laughs> Felicity is so blunt and to the point this season with yes. a lot of those just like lines. It's like, hey, we're we're talking about big boy shit. Shut the fuck up. I she's become a completely different character yeah. in the matter of six episodes. And I think typically I would be like, yo, this is, this is a little fast, but with what has happened to her and what she's had to endure with William and with Oliver being in jail, it makes sense. These are extenuating circumstances to make her, to push her over the edge. Mm-hmm. Right. So seeing her this blunt and seeing her be a completely, even Anatoly, says it you know yeah. i like this felicity it's a different felicity and i think we are you and i and, and i and if angelica were here i could probably speak for all of us we are actually all on the same page with this felicity i really like this felicity it's a completely different character um i mean dude she used an well an innocent ish air quote man to get info dude he could have died and she didn't give a shit she did not care if Anatoly would have died in that situation. And like original Felicity wouldn't even let him do it. 
At least I don't think. No. You know, and I, for her to just be like, oh, oh there's no, uh, uh, Anatoly, uh, uh well, there's just, no uh, direct threat right now, so uh, just keep him talking. Yeah, and Diggle's just looking at it like, like what? what the fuck? I just told you there's six dudes coming with guns. What? Like, Diggle's like, uh, dude, I, I, I'm going to tell you this right now, though. That fucking John Wick gun foo shit that fucking Diggle did when he went in there was some bad ass. I was like, oh, fuck, dude. Yeah. Dude, he fucking gun food that one guy like on the ground, like shot the guy right in the chest. I was like, damn. It also just shows that no matter what situation, Diggle is like the moral compass of the group. Yes. Yo, we ain't letting you do this to this man. I don't care what he's done or what, you know, he's doing now for you. It's just. Can we just all agree that Diggle's like one of the best characters on the show? Yeah. I just, he's, he's got it all, man. He's always got the big old arms, the chocolate brown skin. He looks good. He fucking is, the, like you said, moral compass. I just. Compass. <laughs> stupid. Uh, I just, again, I, I think with this whole scene, again, we saw Diggle and we saw the different version of Felicity and Diggle has become that voice of reason. And we see a, I don't, I wouldn't say this is a different Diggle. It's just a more refined by being with Argus and helping lead Argus. Mm-hmm. And with Felicity, she's kind of off the hinges. And I don't mean that in a bad way. Um, I just mean that she's she's very focused, right? She's very, very focused on um, what catching Diaz. Getting Oliver out. Getting Oliver out and catching Diaz. Those, those are her two main things. Um, I, she's, been, she's been pretty brutal, dude. Uh, hands down. Very, very brutal. Uh, let's talk about um, the actual capture of Diaz. So we, that fight scene was sick, dude. How about, uh, you know, the, the longbow hunters that do with it. What was, what's the guy's name with the shield? I, I don't remember their names. I, I only remember silencer. So, <laughs> they've used her so much. I don't even remember the other two people's names. When uh, Dinah does like the freaking matrix to miss the shield right across her face. Like, that was that whole fight scene where they captured Diaz was amazing, dude. Uh, everyone kind of had their own thing going on, and Diggle just goes right at Diaz. Uh, and, and and we talked about this the last couple episodes too with with the silencer. We were curious, like, what that power entails and why it's a thing. But it has added to every fight scene that we've seen it in. Yeah, definitely. Um. With with this fight scene again, she turns it on, and there's Diaz, and I feel like you're more focused. Does that make sense? You're more focused on the fight and what's happening than the actual sounds. Yeah, definitely. There's the the movements, everything that's going on with the fight. You are more focused on because the that there isn't really any air quotes background sound. Um, seeing Diggle and Diaz fight and that flamethrower. Again, dude, there's just so many things and aspects of these fight scenes that are different from last year. Obviously, I mentioned with Diggle, the gun foo the, uh, the, with him, but these fight scenes just seem way more brutal. And I know I've said this the last couple episodes, but they just seem like they're, they're more fleshed out. They're more thought out fight scenes, and they're a little bit more realistic, if that makes sense. I feel like they, when you watch these fight scenes, it's, it's, it's less parkour and craziness and jumping off boxes and shit and more real world fight scenes. Um, but I also, the, when they, they finally knock him out and they capture his ass uh, with the new green arrow, right? The new green arrow. And dude, that scene, oh, it reminded me. Okay, so when, when Diaz stops, turns and looks up and sees the green arrow mm-hmm. and goes impossible, that, would, that gave me goosebumps, dude. It reminded me a lot of Dark Knight Rises. Yeah. When Bane sees the bat the, the bat symbol and it's impossible. Like it just that gives me goosebumps because in his mind he's like I I broke all yeah, of it. You're right? done. You're done, dude. You're in jail. It can't be you, right? So that whole scene was very very cool to to see him kind of and, and you could see he had some fear in his eyes. You know, like this is the this is the green arrow. How did what the fuck? Um but do you feel like his capture might have been on purpose? There there has to be more to it. I just don't see him going down that easy, especially a man that we've seen him inject himself with the drugs, the Marikuru, and be super strong. Like, why would he go down? 
there's got to be something else going on. I, see, I agree. And um, I feel like with the Mirakura, he could just rip through those chains, right? Yeah. So there's got to be more to it. There's got to be more to why he's captured. But then again, maybe not. Who knows, dude? I just feel like it was too easy. It was too easy. And especially the fight with with Diggle and him fighting hand to hand. Shouldn't he have been able to just like I'm not, I'm not saying Diggle, you know, but I'm saying like, shouldn't he have been able to kind of handle him? Yeah, you would think if he took out the whole Bratva. Yeah, he <laughs> fuck. He decimated the whole Bratva. There's no way that. You know, as much as I love Diggle, he's not worth 20, 40 Bratva members. I just, sorry. Like, yeah. When the dragon and some longbow hunters get in there and take out everybody. Yeah. So there's got to be more to it. There's got to be. There has to be. It's got to be a plan. Um, But again, haven't we seen this before? Haven't we seen the I got captured on purpose? I feel like that's a theme like every season by someone that I got captured on purpose for a reason type thing. Again, I don't think this is the end of of Diaz no. by any means because it's got to be it's got to be finished by Oliver, right? Exactly. Yeah. Um, uh, <laughs> let's do. Let's talk about like so. Anatoly obviously helps again capture Diaz um, without almost dying because of Felicity. Um, but dude, how fucking funny was when Felicity hands him his papers to go to the Maldives and. He has to do an American. So you're from Dallas now. He does a Russian guy doing an American accent. You can't tell me as an actor that's not like really fucking hard, right? Like that's got to be hard, unless you're American. I don't know. I don't know if he is. I don't. I mean, I don't think he's Russian by any means either. But I just thought that was very, very, very funny. It just they they bring in the comedic moments. Well, it, I think. Sometimes, you know, when you have a serious, this is a pretty, this is a fairly serious episode, right? To throw in these moments of, you know, like you talked about with Terrific uh, and this scene right here with Anatoly, it helps lighten the mood a little bit because if you're just so dead set serious the whole entire episode, I think the pacing would be weird. So this adds to a, you know, an aspect of the episode that, you know, lightens it up a little bit. And we've come accustomed to Terrific being the one to do it. So for Anatoly to be the one to do it in this set, this scene right here was really funny, dude. I actually laughed out loud. Like, I was like, what? This is hilarious. He was born in Czechoslovakia, raised in Canada. <laughs> so he's sort of ish, China-ish. Oh, okay. Makes sense. Um, still, regardless, the scene was freaking hilarious. Mm-hmm. We find out that Laurel wants the FBI to release Oliver in exchange for him testifying against Diaz. That's, I don't think this is going to work as much as I want it to work. I, it's, just, it's a, it's a too simple of a plan to get him out of jail. And how is him turning on this going to make any difference than what he was doing before? I, I just like don't, the FBI yeah. didn't help him out before. Well, I, so let me ask you this. So if this is the, can't, you can't, um, it's like double jeopardy, right? You can't do the same case twice. So how are they going to spin this? I'm probably fucking misquoting this. Yeah, double huge. jeopardy means that Oliver can't incriminate himself again by That's testifying right. okay. on. That's right. Like because he's already admitted to crimes. To crimes, so he can't do that. He can't be. He can't okay. Like be tried again for the crimes that he's already committed. Okay. So I only know that because of Tommy Lee the, Jones, the movie the with movie double jeopardy. Murder, yeah. And if like, I already murdered you, I can murder you again because <laughs> I went to jail. It's funny how everything that we know is based on movies. <laughs> I, I, I don't think this is going to work. It's just too soon. I think we had we had pretty much come to the terms that Oliver's going to be in jail until obviously the crossover. This is why I think Stanley's going to have the little rats going to have something major to do with either the dragon or fucking up Oliver getting out. Talk about how diabolical that would be. Okay. So you have Brick, Bronze Tiger. And Samson in and jail, who you think are the three biggest, biggest threats, be, biggest threats. And the dude, the little, and the dude. little shithead weasel is the one that's actually the one calling all the shots for DS. Yeah, dude, that'd be a mind fuck. And, and not obviously for us, because we just came up with the idea, but for Oliver, think about what that would do to you. You think these three guys are your biggest threat when the fucking dude that's in the cell next to you, who you think is kind of your friend is the biggest threat. Yeah. Dude, that would mess with my brain, dude. Definitely. 
so with that, guys, we're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we're actually going to jump into the flash forward future scenes, uh, uh, which are pretty cool. Uh, in this uh, portion of the show, we're going to talk about the future. Not our future because there isn't one, but I definitely that was morbid. <laughs> Whatever. Um, one of the things that we've seen so far in this season is the flash forwards. And and look, typically for us, flashbacks, flash forwards. I don't give a fuck what it is. If it pertains to what's going on in the story, we like it. Um, typically, the ones that we're just not into are the ones that just have no bearing on what's going on in the season. And so far, with what we're seeing, it's left a nice. Um, kind of mystery, but also kind of you can kind of see where it's going, and I've really, really enjoyed what we've seen. Um, we're seeing uh William all grown up, uh, with uh Dinah and uh Roy, and they're working through Felicity's contacts. Now, this one I don't know, but the the contact that we saw in the image was Black Star. Now, do we know if that's a character or was yeah, that it's a, a, it's a character? It is. They're thinking that this might be the character that's going to get played by Catherine uh, McNairma. McNairma? Catherine Ma- oh, McNamara. McNamara. Well, I'm going to see what she looks like first. That's all it care- matters to me. It, she's hot? Yeah. All right, let's see. But the, Oh, my God. Okay, yeah, she hot. It, so it's okay. It's more than okay. Holy mackerel. Okay. As Maya. That's the character that yeah. they think she's playing. So Black Star in the comics, is does that have a large character? Obviously it, I don't it's know. It's an that. enemy of Firestorm, energy absorption. I don't like see, I want to know how they make this work. She's a it's a is bad a person. Is she a meta? Uh yeah. Okay, so one of the things that we've always separated Arrow and, and Flash with is the fact that Flash is the meta show and Arrow is kind of the ground-based show, right? Mm-hmm. Obviously, we have a few metas on the show with um, Black Siren and Dinah. But, oh, wow. She looks like some kind of like weird magician-looking chick. Yeah. That's okay. why I'm just wondering what, what, what they're getting at and how they're going to make this human. Like, I don't know how, I mean, if this is, if they, if obviously if they go, um, they go this route, they've got to be very careful with, again, I I think one of the things we mentioned last, okay, I'm, I'm sorry, I just, I thought about this. One of the things we mentioned last episode was all of these flash forwards have to have a well thought out, like ending point, right? Mm-hmm. With the flat, with the flash forwards and, and their context with what's going on in the story so this black star character um has to make sense on where we're going and what we're doing one of the biggest things for me is you know they they've done a we saw this episode they called anatoly kg beast okay she could be black star she doesn't have to be the one she doesn't have to look like that or have those powers right they could change it up a little bit if that's the route they're going with it my ultimate question here is with they alluded to in these flash forwards that Felicity had a plan to blow up star city. Right. So where are they going? Are they going to make Felicity that she turned? She turned? I see. I just can't see that. Are they, are they foreshadowing that with the way she's being a badass this season? Well, they've that always, maybe she goes that direction. They've always talked about once you start going down that road can you really stop. Yeah, that's a good point. I mean, we see that a lot in a lot of shows, you know, that you get to a certain point and you just, you've, you've gone too far uh-huh. and that's kind of a theme of a lot of shows and a lot of superheroes, right? Is that they get to a point or they cross that one line and there's no turning back. Yeah. Um, But then again, there are certain heroes that cross that line and that's just who they are, right? Punisher, Spawn. Like there's certain characters where, you, you know, obviously I'm naming off technically vigilantes are anti-heroes, but you get to that point, but you're still technically a hero. So I just, I don't, but I just don't see Felicity diving off the deep end and becoming a bad guy. It's just too much for me, man, especially with, you know, but they said that she took over the name, the calculator also. Yeah. Which is her dad's name. Why? See, again, that's just, 
for me, it's hard for me to believe that she went fully bad. She could have been undercover. She could have been trying to infiltrate something. It just seems too convoluted. Yeah, you're right. I don't know, man. I just don't see Felicity going straight off the deep end. The only way she goes straight off the deep end is Oliver dies or she or he never comes back. And he's in jail for the rest of his life. It's the only way. And we're, I, we're not doing that. They're not going to do that. Right? I mean, maybe. Who knows? I mean, it's it's an interesting thing. But like I said, I I I really think that she's just gone off the edge, you know, and there's no turning around for her. It's possible. It, again, like, why would she was murdered? And the calculator thing was another big. Why would you take your villain dad that you hated name? That's a good point, man. I just, I just have a hard time believing that she went bad. And I, if she went bad, why would she send all these clues to fucking William? That's my point. I think for me is, is if she went bad and she was truly a bad character, why would you leave all these clues for William? Maybe to get William to go down that path. God, join me on the dark side. Like <laughs> the, 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 the tricking. Yeah. You know what I mean? I mean, you maybe, maybe, or like she's just bitter on Oliver. And, you know, you're blowing up a city. Son. I'm going to kill you too. How cool though. I, I will say this. How cool was the lock to open up the, uh, all the files and stuff. Yeah. The bouncing balls and, and Roy had to shoot the arrows. What did you want it to be William the one to shoot the arrows instead of Roy? No, because we know he can't handle it. It's just fucking funny watching him fumble around. It would have been funny. Uh, one of the other things in these flash forwards that we got was a mention of of a name, uh, the Mark of Four. Now that was the that was what Roy basically ate after reading the note in the bow. Right, right. He. Now, do we have any idea what this could even possibly be? I feel like obviously Dinah and Roy both knew what the fuck it was immediately, right? They knew that it was bad news. You could tell on their face that it was bad news. But what could it possibly be? I don't know. I mean, there's all kinds of things. And it seems like Roy knows what it is. Yeah, Roy and Dinah both. And both know what it is. Yeah. So... I just, I'm like, I mean, there's things on Reddit about like the, you know, mentioning the four horsemen of the apocalypse and Cheshire. I mean, four, I don't ever remember the four horsemen of apocalypse being that big of a thing in the DC comics. Obviously, it was in, in Marvel, but, but they're talking about, oh, the apoc, oh, apocalypse with, uh, dark side. Because when I looked up Four Horsemen Apocalypse DC, it's a spelled apocalypse like his planet, not the. Yeah. So, okay. And and that's a little bit different. (laughs) That's that's a completely different thing. There's there's no way it's that as much as I that would be badass. There's no way. But we don't really know much about. That Earth, right? It's all we know. It's fucked up, right? Yeah. I mean. There, I just don't. I don't know. I, that would be that'd be a stretch. I feel like if they did that, they went that route. Yeah, who knows? It's it, it's but one it, of those things that leaves us talking, and that's what they need to do. Well, talking about this stuff instead of talking about how shitty the show is, like we were the last couple it's, of years. It's, it's true, though. It, you're right. It's it's nice to have these things to speculate about and, and, you know, especially with how deep they, they do the DC universe and the Arrowverse, and using the names and using these things that we know from the universe or that, you know, we can Google and, Oh shit. You know, I just found four horsemen of apocalypse from dark side, like just by Googling it. Mm -hmm. These are things that we need to be talking about. I don't need to be talking about how, they did a episode about gun control that made me want to pull my hair out. Yeah. And I think that's really the, the ultimate thing with these shows and why I feel like this flash season is so fleshed out is that these flash forward season series uh, or scenes are making sense. And they're showing us something that is probably going to come to fruition. Mm-hmm. Um, and anyway. we, yeah, we're going to get our explanations. Absolutely. Uh, with that, let's go into final thoughts. Of the episode. Bob, why don't you go first? Uh, another solid episode. I mean, they are clicking right now. And I'm not bored with anything that's going on. 
again, every episode leaves me asking the right questions. Mm-hmm. Uh, again, I'm not tired of Oliver being in jail. I'm not tired of the crew trying to get him out of jail. It, it's working well. It's being written smart. It's paced really well. The actions and fight scenes are all fresh and new. Mm-hmm. Uh, flash forwards are something that I look to when they go to the grainy uh, future shot. If you notice, they have like a different filter on it. Yes, absolutely. And I'm like, oh, it's a flash forward. What are we going to learn this time? Yep. You know, and I'm excited about the show and excited to come talk about it. So they're doing it right. I, you know, I, I could I couldn't agree more, man. I, I said it when we started the episode. I'll say it now: is that lately I've been so excited to come in here and talk about Arrow because I feel that vibe of season one and season two. Everything seems fleshed out. All the pacing of these episodes is well done. I never get bored. I never want to pick my phone up. Um, this episode had it had it had it all, man. It had the fight scenes that I thought were great. I, I'm I said it, dude. That Diggle scene was so sick with him and the guns. I had I had a boner watching that, dude. I was so into that um the scenes with oliver in jail like you would think before the 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 start of this season i i didn't want to watch oliver be in jail but the the more we go on the more we find out i want him to stay in jail it's very it's a cool angle yeah um and and we still are getting the the green arrow we just don't know who it is yet yeah so again, again, we're, more questions, more questions, things that we need to be talking about that we're not annoyed about. We're not annoyed about the flash forwards are cool. I like seeing old grizzled Roy. I like seeing old grizzled Dinah. I like seeing, uh, I don't know if you call that grizzled. That bitch is still silk. Well, yeah, but you know what I mean? Um, what's the, what's the other girl's name? Uh, Zoe, Zoe. I mean, we're seeing characters that we know who they are in the future. I I'm digging those scenes, man. I'm into it. I I used to be season one and two. I was into the flashbacks. These actually have that vibe of like, okay, cool, man. They're giving us questions and things that we need to know. And, and, and we're going to get answers. So again, I, I'm a very, very solid episode. Um, I'm digging the new Felicity a lot, actually a lot. So I'm excited, man. I'm excited to see where we're going. Every episode. I just, I want the next episode. Yep. Um, anyways, guys, that's going to do it for today's DC on CW arrow edition. Remember you can always catch any past and future DC on CW episodes through the rain man digital app. Uh, be sure to follow us on Twitter at DC on CW, facebook.com slash DC on CW and Instagram DC underscore on underscore CW with that guys. That's going to do it. Uh, have a great holiday and we'll see you next week. People want cuddles.